So I believe last time we, we read the Gemara and we discussed Rashi. Uh, I don't know that we did Tosafs, so I want to start with Tosafs here. And the, we did sort of highlight things, uh, what the issues were, uh, and what the, what the issues in the Gemara. Pasat Sermon Vikara, Mevarech Aleh HaMotzi, Mevarech Aleh HaMotzi. And um, so now I want to take a look at how Tosafs deals with this question. So let's start with Pas. Uh, just that one, one note, by the way, about the text. Any number of the manuscripts have, and the riff has. Uh, the first one is Rafia Bar Ashi Amarav, and some even have in the next one, not Rafia, but Rafia Bar Abba Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, but either way, um, whoever they, whoever's talking, Sabim Tomar. Alright, so let's analyze this for a second. The first Tosa says what's going on. You have this Pasatsum of Ikara, which Tosa assumes maybe it shouldn't be taken for granted, but uh, that you have to make hamotzi on it. In other words, that's not Rabbi Fia, I'm called Fia Abarashi's Chiddush. It, there's no Chiddush in him saying you have to make hamotzi on it. Because what else would you have to, what else would you make on it? Of course you make hamotzi on it. Because we learned earlier that when you're dealing with even Chavitza, and Tosos probably doesn't think that this is Chavitza, it's Peruin, even though they don't have a Kazayis, even if you're Matsu the Sultan, when it has, even without Suas al-Hapas, you make Hamotzi on it. We, that, that was, you know, Rabbein, one of Rabbein Riona's three rules. So Tosa says, if all you have here is this uh, Pasat Suman Kara, how could Rabbein in effect be arguing on it and say that you don't make Hamotzi? And in the first case, the first side, Tosa says, is that if you have another piece of bread here that's a shlema, then how could Rabchibar Ashi Amarav possibly say that you, that means that Mavarchan Allah Motzi, how could you say that you make the bracha on the Pasat Surah Bakara? After all, everybody agrees that when your choice is between two of the same things, but one is, one is a Petitim or Prusa and one is Shlema, and the Pasat Surah Bakara is also tiny, right? It's not, it's not big, certainly not big pieces. So, how can anybody say that you don't make a bracha on the Shlema? Those are Tosis' two questions. Now, both those questions, in theory, could be challenged. Challenge the set, what Tosis is first one. Tosis says, if there's Shlema in front of him, of course you make the bracha on the Shlema. Everybody agrees to that. How could Rukhi Barashi say you make on the Pasat Sumbukara? What's the answer to what, How one might respond to that? No, 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 no. That, 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 now you're saying that's the second side of Tosis, but assuming there are, assuming there's Shlem in there. About? Well, it's not clear what Tosis actually says. Well, it's all on that. But, but right now, on the premise of the question, one might respond, says who? Rashi, you'll know, on other days, in the next Sudya, assumes that according to Rav Huna, I think it is, whoever are you, Rav Yochanan, it's Rav Huna. Um, so, he doesn't care about Shleifus. For him, it's all about size, how big it is. He doesn't care about Shleifus. According to Rashi's understanding, if you have two pieces, according to Ravuna, one which is Shlema, one which is bigger, so, whichever one you want, that make a difference. Is, I'm sorry, one which is Shlema and one which is broken, but they're the same size. According to Tosis' reading Rashi, certainly, whichever one you feel like it. Now, Tosis could have said, it's Shlema and it's bigger, and at least there would be no one on the next number who says that, 
But again, maybe maybe Rashi, Rashi, not everybody agrees that Shlomo matters, not everybody agrees that Bigger matters. So maybe Rashi Rashi adopts the opinion of both. Okay, so that's you need to understand potentially could have been the response to the first part of Tosos. The second part, well, if there are none, everybody agrees that you make Hamotzi. And the response to that might be, no. Rabbi Yosef, again, the question of what Pasat Sluma Bakara is, um, but if Pasat Sluma Bakara is not just caramel bread, when you've done something to it, like Rashi says, you're soaking it. Let's say, suddenly you share a quote, I think Rashi uses the word marak, but you put it into a soup to soak it. So, Rabbi Yosef says, if the petitim are his eyes, so you don't make hamotzi. So it is conceivable Rabbi Chia could agree with that. Now, the only problem, of course, is it's not what Rabbi says. So the real, the, I, I think what obviously pushes Rabbi Chia in a certain direction is the Gemara is so odd that it says, oh, please get Rabbi It's like, Rabbi is talking about one thing, and Rabbi Barashi is talking about something else. What do you mean, oh, but, but both of those, both of those uh, possibilities, there is a shlema, there is no shlema, Tosa says, are not going to work. Because Tosa assumes that nobody would disagree. Nobody would disagree that if you had a shlema, that you would make the bracha on the shlema as opposed to the pasat suma. And nobody would disagree that if all you had was the pasat suma, you would make hamotz. Rani? The candles speed up, as opposed to the earlier which they that it had to have Oh, so you'll say there's no Teresa de Nama uh, in, in Pasat Sluma Bakara. And since there's no t- Teresa de Nama, and uh, I mean, the only problem is you have to assume still Marak or something like that, because uh, um, it, it it's pretty clear from the Mishnah that Masira la Sultan means there's no, pot, no, there's no what, flour doesn't have Teresa Pas. I mean, you know, crumbs, bread crumbs, once you break it down into crumbs, there's no Teresa Pas anymore. And nonetheless, you make Hamotzi on it. Once you mix it with other stuff, that's where the Amorim start to say, okay, you don't need Perun with Kazayas, but you do need Teresa Pas once you mix it with, you know, honey and, and, and broth and so on. Whereas when it's just plain bread crumbs, bread crumbs are Hamotzi. So... So you could say, yeah, that the, that the issue of Achlokas is whether or not you need, you know, Teresa de Nama in this particular case. Maybe. Okay. So what does Tosus answer? Go ahead. The Yeshoma. All right. So if there's a Shlema Bafana, then you should have been making a Bracha on the Shlema, but. Alright, so the last line of is just means, of course, if all you have is the past that's good with the Torah, you make hamotzi on them. That nobody's going to argue on. But the, the issue is the following: that you had shleim alafana, and then what did you do? He says batsam inatsluma. So what does that mean? So he's break. He had, the tsluma was also presumably shleima. but he breaks it up because that's the way he wants to eat it. He doesn't want to have steak. He likes this. So now it's not Shlema. But when he began this Ma'amad, when he began, it wasn't Shlema. It was Shlema. And now it's Pitsua. So, Rebchibah, she says, since you started out this way, and you were... In, in, another way of formulating this is not um, whether... is not uh, which you make the bracha on, even... I, I thought, does the Rashba say that? But rather, whether or not you're allowed to be break it up in order to do so. Whether that's permissible. And so, it's not clear which Tosis is saying. It sounds more like he did it already, but he did it for the purpose 
wasn't that he made pastum bakara yesterday and now he wants to eat it. He was motzea for the purposes of eating it now. And there's a shlema in front of him. Satosa says that's where the machlokas is. The sheet of it says that the shlema is adif. Well, the shlema is adif. I get it. But it's but really it's not that the shlema is adif because the pasach snuma started out as shlema. So the machlokas then is only when are you supposed to break the bread? And Rafi Barashi says I'm allowed to break it up to have it the way I want to eat it, whether it's because. There was a little survey here. Lewis, you make salads frequently, right? No, but I actually made my first salad a few days ago. Oh, I, well, you make salads. Yeah. Salad doesn't have to be grapes. Okay? You go to your kitchen, right? And you make the salad. And sometimes you make the salad and you're going to sit down to eat then, right? So when you sit down to eat that salad, do you clean up the mess on the counter before you sit down to eat? Or you leave it for when you finish the meal. Usually after. Okay. How many of you do it that way? So I may betray my OCD this year, but when I make my salad in the morning, I'm generally going to make food, I like to clean up the mess. Now, obviously, dishes, I haven't eaten them yet, but put the food away. And that's just because it's, you know, you want it refrigerated. It's not that one base such a big deal, but 30 out, 20, 30 minutes. I have to put it away. So, you finish. Done. Right. Now I can sit down and eat, and there's nothing, nothing on my plate in the metaphorical sense. I don't have anything else to do that. I'm going to eat. I'll put my dishes in the dishwasher in the sink when I'm done. That's so, and not everybody is a OCD in this respect that I am, um, but someone might say, before I sit down to eat, here's a better muscle. And you do this for a child, typically, just, and, and you understand, but you might not do it for yourself. The child is having a hot dog, which you're going to cut up for them, because they're a child. Or let's say they're eating a steak. It's a slightly older child, but they can't they have the coordination. So what do you do for them? Do you cut a piece and then let them eat it? Cut a piece and let them eat it? Of course not. What do you do? You cut the whole thing off so they can eat, so you can go eat. Right? Now, Imagine somebody is doing that. You can imagine such things also. Some, I don't know, the steak that you typically do, but there are probably foods that before you sit down to eat them on your plate, you like to do all the preparation. Even you could do it one step at a time. So that's what Kasat Sumabikara could be. Meaning, yes, I, I, instead of breaking off one piece, before I sit to eat my pasta, I want everything prepared. I want all the pieces, pieces. I'm going to take my pasta and I'm going to dip it in hummus. I don't want to each time be cutting it. I like to have it cut up before. That's how I like to eat. And I'm not prepared to eat until it's ready. And being ready means it's ready to eat. Now I have to do the cutting. So Rabbi Kibarashi says, well, that's fine. It's perfectly fine if that's the way you want to eat it before you start eating, before you make the bracha, to cut it up that way. And Rachia says no. That Torah for Tichla Bracha Pas. The thing you're supposed to do with is the past is supposed to be intact before you do it. And therefore, it's not appropriate to be tzoning the pas. Now, so one way, if you look in the Rashba, is that how you read, would have read Tosis, by the way, that the Machlokis is what he could be? The alternative is... Are you saying that the Shlema is the Tzoning? Step out of Tosis for one second. There are two ways of understanding the place where Tosis is going. I think those are the two opinions in the Rashba. One is whether or not you can be toning the path, whether it's worth it to do this Lachatchila. Maybe I'm misremembering the Rashba. Maybe it's just the Alma. The other is, if I was toning the path for that purpose already, which should I make the Bracha? Those are the two opinions. Two ways of reading it. So which way of those two did you read Tosis to say? I mean, I, the one with the two. Yeah, uh, but other seem not to read. There's a little ambiguity in Tosfos, and others seem not to read Tosfos that way. And again, I don't know if it, I don't, yes, right? I think it might be coming from the definition of I think you look at Tosfos Harash? Yeah, because Rush is almost always just So, both seeing, I don't know if it's the way the Rush quotes Tosfos, and then I think Tosfos Harash. And maybe even Rabbeinu Yona, it sounds like they understand Tosus is saying whether it's mutter to be tzoni in the past, correct? 
as opposed to that there were two pieces in front of you. That's, if you have a Tosus or Rashi about Israel, it's... How would the read on that? I think the read Maybe, but there's... Uh, it, it's... It's not... I guess, it may, so maybe it's not. Maybe they're not reading. Maybe that maybe you changed a different opinion. So I'll just read you Tosus Harash. Maybe. And surely that's what's going on. Um, How you what? So there are collections. I'm not an expert in, in the Balea Tosus. You can, if you, if you have infinite patience, you can read Professor Rubas' Suvai Balea Tosus. Um, but my understanding is that you have different collections of Tosos floating around. Not all of our Mesechus are the same Baal Tosos. Most of our Tosos are Tosos Harash, the Rashba. Um, but Tosos Harash is the collection of Tosos that the Rush had in front of him. There are, I have seen situations where Ahronim assume that the Tosos Harash is the, also the Rush's opinion, which I do not know why they assume that, because it doesn't have to be his opinion, yes? And it is his Yes, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's his own opinion. There's a plenty of places where Tos- Rush doesn't agree with Tosos. And I don't think it's because he has a different Tosos. He doesn't agree. In fact, including one that which Sogi's in is in Bikias. I think it's something we just did in Bikias, where the Rush does not uh, on Paraquisha. Paraquisha, the Rush holds like the Rift, not like Tosos. I don't think we doubt what Tosos said. Tosis is quoted by lots of other Bishonim as saying Parakrisha means Pasakrisha. Could be that's a chronological thing? Well, I mean, he, what, that the Rush is later and is adopting a different position? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying the fact that it's. It could, and I bet you if you look at Tosis Rush there, I, I didn't look at Tosis Rush, maybe, you know. And sometimes Tosis Rush is not Tosis Rush, it was just work backwards. They work backwards from the Rush to generate it in certain sectors, so not mistaken. I think so. Uh, they didn't have a master, actually. Oh, they, they don't have Tosh Rosh, so they... They took from the... Oh, the Chubos of the Rosh, they collected from whatever sources. What? Right. Okay, so what does Tosa say here? Tosa says... Yes, so he writes, Venera demayri vishyeshlo pashalim o petikim gidolim that's why he was breaking it up. You don't have to make hamotzi before it came in. Okay, so the truth is, you could have told us just as well without snuma, without being so named into small pieces. You, if you want to break it into a couple pieces in order to make the verach on it, you can do that. Okay. So, Tosis HaRash certainly uh, assumes the other option, which is that it's not, if you, if you had sewn in it already, which should you make the verach on, is are you allowed to be sewn in it? Both positions at their core are conceptually the same. Meaning, does my intent when I break something up to make the bracha on that, does that mean, therefore, it's acceptable? It's like the bracha began when I started detoning it, and therefore, it's number one, okay to do, and number two, even if I have a shleima next to it, it doesn't matter, because I started with the shleima, which I was not sonim in order to eat. So even though I wait to make the bracha until I found sonim, I did sonim with the intent of being the bar. Okay, so that is... Um, that's how Tosfos, this is the basic question, as we sort of hinted to uh, on Thursday, is Tosfos goes down the road, not of whether or not you make hamotzi on this particular piece, there's no suffix whatsoever that pasatsumakar hamotzi. The question is, do you make hamotzi on the pasatsumakara, or do you make hamotzi on something else, or in the formulation, uh, is it appropriate to be sown in the past before you make the bracha? Now, once either of those latter two formulations, we were not concerned about Amotzi, explains why you plead the Rebchia. Because what Rebchia said, that the bracha is not supposed to be, uh, is, the, the pas is not supposed to be broken until the bracha is finished. Meaning you break it at the time to finish the bracha. 
And then Rabbi says, for one second, once you're doing that, you know, why, uh, you know, why bother breaking it before you finish the bracha? Because at the end of the day, you're finishing the bracha, and it's still broken. So wait until afterwards. Okay. So now, let's go to the riff. What's that? And maybe I didn't do a good, God, a good job explaining. Okay. The riff. The riff says, Rani, since you're excited to go to the riff, but you read the riff. The riff is on, if you're in the regular, the new Oz Mahadar, it's page Ayadalan. If you are in the more standard printing of the riff, and the Oz, might be the old Oz Mahadar as well, it's probably on Okay. Now, uh, first, as I mentioned, he has Rakhib Rashi Amarav. He also has the formulation Hakom Modim which is an interesting formulation because. No. When we say Hakomodim, what does that mean? It's going at some other source, but there is a machlokus about something. But in this case, Hakomodim. I don't know what that other source is. Okay. So Hakomodim, that Tzarashatifla Bracha Imapas. You don't have to uh, put extra vowels on that word because Tichla is an intransitive verb. It was the bracha is tichla. Right. The bracha comes to an end. You don't, you're not finishing the bracha. The bracha ends with the pas. So it doesn't mean... If you want to end something else, you know what you do to it? You're vayichalet. You use a piyah, vayichalet. But if something gets finished, it's, you know, uh, it's... I've got to be careful how I do this. Um, it's Yichla. That's the difficulty with the Pasuk Uschal Tlum Asameh Alayv Loyamusha. Because if Uschal is short for Techaleh, then it means Moshe Rabbeinu is causing them to cease. You will make them cease. As opposed to Techaleh, it will come to an end. Tal is intransitive, doesn't act on anything. Tl is transitive. In, in this verb, not all verbs. Okay. So, the Rith has added nothing to our understanding of the Gemara yet. Right, it's the same problem. Just because you have a delay making the bracha at the end of the day, when the bracha is finished, it's unbroken bread. So you haven't solved any problems. So therefore, Elamar Rava. Okay, so there are lots of emendations here in the rift, because that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And the Hilkasakarala. Okay, so, do you have in parentheses Krabasiya Aliba? Yeah. Yes, so if you note, there's a note on the Rav, I think, that says should be Kirava. So what the, what the, person who wrote this, am I correct in it? Did I make it up? Yes. Sarah Lomar Tirava. But what the, the Hagosat scene did understand is they put the parentheses in the wrong place. The parentheses should have started after the cuff of Kiravifia, and then and the set close parentheses should have been after the dollar. Okay, fine. No? The parenthesize it into a proper cuff. Which threw off the Magia and the Mitzayim. All right. So, what does the Balhamor have? So, the riff, what does the riff tell us about the Machlokas? What What does he tell us about the substance of the Machlokas? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the advantage of being the riff. You don't have. You don't explain. You don't have to explain. You just quote the Gemara. That's a bit. Oh, what? You don't understand the Gemara? Okay. Now comes the Balhamor, and he says, "The Amir Chibarashi Amaral Pasuk Tzuruv Vakara Bevarchalamotzi." 
Okay, so if you have Perurin She'en Ba'em Kezayis and they do not have Tzura Chapas, still you may come out if you're in your Nakasul. Okay, so that just explains what the word Snuma means. Um, and Snumot Dakot, Dakot is presumably you don't have a Kezayis in them. I don't know what he thinks Snumot are there. Apilu Hachi. So he argues when the Gemara says by Chavitza that if you don't have Surah Sapas and you don't have Perun of Kazayas, that it is no longer Hamotzi, that's when you cook it. Unlike Tosos and Rabbi Yonah who assume that Chavitza loses its bracha even without cooking. They say cooking was the Lamazayim enough, that was the Brysa. But Chavitza is when you don't cook it. You just uh, you mush together uh, breadcrumbs with honey, with some type of a, a liquid that, uh, you know, uh, that, that glues it together. So the Balmor says, no, Chavitza means that you cook it. That's why, that's why, it, that it, that's why it requires Surah Sapas. It doesn't require Piru Kazayis, but it requires Surah Sapas. But if you don't cook it, then it's like the din of those who say like flour, like breadcrumbs and add anything else, even though it has no tourist apas, even though the petite malast and the kazais, you still make hamotzi on it. So for the Balhamor, the same thing is true, even though you have other stuff blended with it, as long as you did not cook it. So now he continues, so he says that, that chabitz is the klibi shown, once it's mavushal, it changes things, whereas this is in the klisheni, and therefore it's not mavashal, therefore it doesn't have to have tourist apas, it doesn't have to pay room with kazais. Go ahead. So right now, what is the what is the Balamor's emphasis on? How does he understand Pasat Tzuru Bekara? Mubarak Alech Hamosi. Instead of Samad Machin, instead of Mizonis. Right? It's Mubarak Alech Hamosi. If you're not mistaken, the Rashba at the end, you get the end of the Rashba? He, he makes the, that Ha'ara most explicitly. I don't, I don't think I've seen anybody else who says it as explicitly he does. He says it sounds like that the Chiddush is that you make Hamosi on it. Not that you may come out to on it. But... Correct, both in Perushim, right? In other words, the difficulty in Tosfos is it's not what the Gemara sounds like. The reason why Tosfos says what he says is not just because he has to make it cohere with the Sigur earlier. The problem is, Uplida Drabchia. They're not talking about two totally different things. Two totally different things. I mean, unless you want to read Drabchia, which even the Bahamor does that, by the way, because you notice... The Baal now makes the transition. If you're going to read Rav Barashi, Kipshuta, the way the Baal reads Rav Barashi, that emphasis that Mavarach Allah Hamosi, you might have thought you made Bezonos, you would expect to say that according to Rav please Rav because Rav says once you break the bread, can't make Hamosi on it anymore. You lost the bracha. Whereas Rav Barashi says you got Pasat Shumar Bakar, and you're still making Hamosi on it. And then Rav comes along and says to Rav uh, you haven't solved the problem. If in order, if in order to, if in order to uh, make hamotzi on it, you, it, 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 it has to be something, whatever that something is. I want to talk about that. So then, it, then it doesn't do you any good if when you finish the bracha by that point, it is no longer the bread is no longer in condition that you want it to be in in order to make a bracha. There is an idea. There is a fascinating idea. I don't know if any of you saw the ritual yet. Do you know what the Ritva, what, you know what the Ritva brings in? Oh, but do you know, remember what brings in? I find I'm still choking because he doesn't consider the Ritva anymore. He's going to write his doctoral thesis on that. The Ritva is not the Ritva, as some claim. It, I mean, it's published originally by the Ritva Shikha Mikubatis. And when I was preparing uh, during the summer and looking to, you know, how am I going to get uh, the Ritva, the text to Ritva for you, it was really frustrating because the Ritva is down on the Bailan. Well, it is on the Bari line. It's no Ritvah Brachas. It's Shina Kubet San Brachas. So, at some point I realized that. Yes? No, 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 no. So that, that supports, the, now, uh, that supports the Balamor's position that it's the R versus Gedeira. No, I know. I, I know. No, it's the, he says that you're dealing with Ketitim already. But there's something that you can do to petit him, which you can't do to pass that stream of the Torah. 
You know what that is? Break them. You can't do betzia. So one could have said, if you not the way these Rishonim are reading, not the way Tosas are reading, you could adopt a position that says that the reason why Rukhia disagrees is he believes that Pasatsumankara, the pieces are too small, they've been crumbled. The little I mean they're big they're probably big crumbs for breadcrumbs, but they're not pieces of bread anymore, they're crumbs. And what you can't do with a crumb is do betzia. I mean you might be able to take a knife and cut it, but you can't, you know. I'll grab the crumb and so, um, so Rabbiya says, "Shalach betichla bracha im hapas." Now, what what is? Just realized something about that reading. What does it mean to tichla bracha hapas? I am reminded of apparently a great scene. I forget what this is called. It, it, it's, I'm not about in Greek myths, where one of them has the other in a chokehold. And, you know, it's, some Greca, it's probably in, in some Greek games. And, but he manages to make the other guy plead for mercy and surrender. I don't know what he does to his knee or something like that. So he wins, but he dies in the process. Now, it would have been nice if the other guy died too. But Tchokhatikhla Bracham Apas is mutual suicide. The Bracham and the Pas come to an end together. I, I didn't think about it until this very moment what the expression means. What does it mean that the Tchokhatikhla Bracham in Apas? See, had it said Tchokhatikhla Pas and Abracha, I'd have another avenue interpretation over for me. But it says Tchokhatikhla. Bracha in a pass. It is an interesting expression, shouldn't it? And you're, uh, fini- you're fini- the bracha is finishing when the pass is finishing by being broken? In other words, when things are over, there's no bracha anymore and there's no pass anymore. Why is there no pass? Because it's been broken. Now, what I think the understanding, I have to reread the Rikvat chat. maybe it's not explicit. If you, but, but if you're talking about bread pieces, what are you doing to the bread at the end of the bracha, according to this reading? What? No. You're killing it at bread status because you're reducing it to crumbs now. Crumbs that cannot be, they're not bitsuaable, they're not breakable. Is that part of the definition of bread? <laughs> like, we have types it is, but it's Yes, because what do you do with, what, is, what does it do to eat bread? What is it called? In the second I have to go back and, and look at that. Um, but the question then, according, coming from the Ritva, the question against Rukhia is, listen, by the time you are finished making the bracha, the bread is no more, so you haven't solved any problems. Right? The bracha, again, the bracha has to be on something you can do betzia on, but you're saying you, you finish the bread, the bread's finished before, when the bracha's over. In fact, before the bracha's over, so it's no good, because the bracha has to go on bread. That's the, that's the mahalach of the ritva, I believe. The bracha. Yeah, and it's the same. It's ready. Um, I'd give it a few of the ritva. But one could say, in other words, I, I'm really, I, I, I'm, I'm taken by this Hamotzi question. Nobody wants to follow through to its logical conclusion. I, I want to know what pshat in the Gemara is. If pshat, as the Rashba acknowledges in Rukhia Barashi's Pasavara over love Hamotzi, then apparently Rukhia and Rabba would say, you don't make Hamotzi on it. Now, I'm not concerned right now about the earlier Gemaras and making it all fit together. I'm just trying to understand what is that Shita? I mean, but it's not necessarily a halacha that because the bread's 
I went to, again, the Ritrash goes a very long way down that road. Okay, but the Rashbah, uh, the Bethlehemor anyway, so he certainly starts out going down that path. The Bethlehemor says, oh, you want to know why you might think it's not Habotzi? Because it looks like Habitza, except for it's not. Because Habitza is an Eklishon, and this is an Eklishon. Yes, Ron? Can we just review why, um, why Rabbi Tzilidah is not included? Right? If Rabbi Tzilidah is, Rabbi is, that you make Hamotzi and Pasach Tzirma Bata'ara, then what should emerge is that Rabbiya, Pliya the Rabbiya means, he says, you don't make Hamotzi and Pasach Tzirma Bata'ara. Now, Tosus' approach, whichever approach you want to take, the two of the Rashba, Tosus, Tosus, Havash, whether you want to say it's a case where the bread is in front of you, and the question is, are you allowed to be Botzei, Machatchila, how are you allowed to be Tzonimi, Machatchila, before you make the Bracha, so that's not an argument, what bracha do you make on Pasat Zuma Bakara? Everybody agrees Pasat. Now, that's not, not whether or not you make Hamotzi on it, that's why you're allowed to be Tzonim. If you assume that there's a Shlema there, and you were Tzonim it already, but the purpose is of making the bracha on it, but the question is, should you make the bracha on the Pasat Zuma now, or on the Pasat Shlema? So that's the other, that's the, what seems to be what Artosas on the page says. So there, that, that, then the issue is not Mavarach ala Hamotzi, it's Mavarach ala Hamotzi, and Rabbi Chiyas says, no, Mavarach on the other one Hamotzi. In fact, the word Hamotzi isn't even necessary there. It should just be, pass that sermon, no, Mavarach ala. So, the, the simple, the, if Rabbi Chiyas Barashi says that Mavarach ala Hamotzi, and that's the emphasis, then Rabbi Chiyas should really be saying, and Rabbi says to Rukhia, you haven't solved the problem because based upon what you're suggesting, you also should make Hamotzi on it. Because the past was dead, was Kala. It come to an end before, you know, before the bracha was complete. I mean, with this particular meaning, it almost sounds like what you're doing according to Rukhia is you start the bracha and then you start crumbling the bread. And by the time you get to the end of the bracha, it's all bread comes. So the Rebbe says one second that the bracha wasn't, it was not nigmeres on bread. A bread that you could look at as a pasa. So instead, mevarech v'achat kach That's right. He's going to suggest that I need to leave now. If we what? I suggest that I need to leave now. Based upon what I just said? Uh, no, we're trying to just pick the Kliga and Kia together. Okay, what does Rukhia say first before you try to explain it? The answer is, of course, you can suggest a new read. Now, what is Rukhia? Well, that would be too confusing to throw it in the middle of the show now. Do you know, no, no, no. Okay. So I think that it's coming. Do you know why it's important to throw it in now? Because if the reading is remotely plausible, it is conceivable that we shown them know that, and they're rejecting it, but in other words, they, 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 they have that path in front of them to choose not to go down. We might not like it after we hear it, but let's give it a shot. Okay, so I'll start with Catholics. I think that's coming off of the Zimar earlier on the Almond um, about um, doing the lift off, then whether or not whether you, you, you break it up, but the question is whether or not when, you, when you're crumbling it, whether make it, it very little. Right, whether or not that's a shiny Lily or Lily So if, if, if it is an improvement, so then it maintains its bracha, and if not, then it loses its bracha. Um, the question here is that this passage to Bukhara, it's before the shiny Lily, you dry it out, and now you're, you're making it. Somewhat better by putting it in the garden, rehydrating it, something that might be flavor. So the question is, is that a shiny Uyo or not? So according to Khibar um, Ashi, Mubarak Hamoti, because it's Ishani Uyo, and then that seems to be in contrast with Rukhila, who says that Tarf should take a bracha pass because Shema is added from pieces. Yeah, but if you're right, I have two problems with that. I have a structural problem, which is not compelling, but as a question, is it should have come right after argument the Yeah. But fine, I'll put that one aside. But that should mean, if it's a Shani de Griusa, then in a you want to say that if you crumble it before, okay, you don't make a on it, because it's a Shani de Griusa. 
Or you want to just, but you want to borrow the concept very loosely. What's what's better, shema or or prusa? I am I am struck by the by putting it into its context. Look, so there's another question here, which maybe we raised explicitly and didn't raise, which is, what is this Gemara doing here? Did we raise this question? No, 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 I know, but... And what's that Gemara doing here? Note, by the way, the, the placement in the Yushalmi of this Sudya, which you haven't... I don't even know the Yushalmi has Pasach's Gemara. The Yushalmi has the next Sudya, a little bit. I mean, a little bit, not the same way we do. The Yushalmi has the Shlema Prusa at the way end of the Halacha. I'm not really sure what triggers its context there. I have to go look over the Ushali again. So, so what, what is this doing here? I mean, I think I know what the answer is, and it's why if I am this, the reading is probably not correct. But you're reading answers, the, whether I like it or not, answers that question. Like, what is it doing here? And once you do this, we do the rest of the study. Now again, I don't think that's why it's here. Why is it here? See, there, there actually is something missing in the Gemara. Shimmy? Well, I was going to say, Rivet thinks um, that, actually, never mind. Okay. I, I, I won't mind. Rivet uh, had one of the Rishonim, no, Rivet one of the Amorayim replaced it for a Papa in his version. And the previous one was also by a Papa. You know, Rapapa is way too common yeah. in Gemara to make that argument. Okay. Um, now, what's missing in the Gemara is like a solid two dots. I don't know if they would put that in there, but why is it here? Al Peros Ares Omer Pore Priyadama Chutz Menapash Alapasa Mahmotzilacha Menares. The previous sugya was what? Shlakos, a long sugya. Why is Shlakos here? No. Why is Shlakos here? The first time or the second? The first time is Shlakos to me, the second time. Ah, you referenced to me in the past. We're in Pas. We're in Breadland. So they. You have Kairos Haaretz, Chutzmer Apas. So first the Gemara deals with, you know, the Gemara dealt with Hamotzi Lachem and Aaretz. Now it goes to focus on the Hekesh between Pas and Yerakos, and that's where we get to Shlakos, right? Ma Pas Shinishtana, and and it it doesn't it doesn't lose a bracha. In fact, it's a better bracha. So to Yerakos, so that's how you know. That shlakos are very priyadama, and now that the Gemara has finished the shlakos sugya, we were still talking about bread. That is what it's doing. So that uh, you know, I, 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 it's not, it's, it's not juxtaposed right next to one another. I think it's, it's a, uh, and then, and then you're also going to have the parallel as an imprecise parallel, right? Because you're not arguing for priya that if it, that if you cut it out before, then you don't make halotzi. You're not willing to go down that road. See, if you were, then I'd say at least on that count, maybe you win, even though they're not next to one another. But once you're going to tell me, so Rukhia just doesn't want to make the bracha because it is Tani the Briusa, I understand what you're saying. You're saying. Rukhia is not talking about a case where it's Shino, so you don't have a real Shino, so even though it's Garua, it's not Ishtani, so it's not going to lose its bracha when you're Rukhia. But it's here where it's Snua and it's Dakos, so then. What would you say? It would lose its bracha, according to You want to say that? Yeah. Oh! So then, it's perfectly parallel. You, you in other words, he's not talking about Snuah stuff. In his din, he's not saying that if you, if your party's in the party of Rachas, and lose its bracha, because he's not talking about Snuah. Then, then how do we know? Because he still thinks that it's if you have not Snuah, it's and he has a difference. It's not, it's not going to be shine. It's not a change in the quality of the thing. It's, it's just, just apple and oranges or anything. To a degree, yeah. Okay. 
Um, So let, let's go back to the Bahamor. This is an exceedingly difficult sugya. It's not that hard to understand what the problems are. It's just really a hard time understanding. It's not hard. It's not hard understanding what the answers are. It's just a hard time. You know, one has a hard time believing that what the text says and what the answers say are the same thing. And that's really the challenge here. So let's go back to the Bahamor. Were you reading? Who was reading for me? All right, hold on. I got to get back to my Bahamor. Okay. And now the Balamor says. By the way, if, if the Gemara, instead of saying it's the God that it is Piyah, if it said, and it's like, I think Piyah is like he says, just like, you can have, you can come with seed on, you know, not full bread in the, in the Ke'arah, so, so, uh, if we have Piyah, so you can also make, you can complete the Beracha and not complete bread. No, oh, so, so that's what's coming. Why is that not so? Um, not because every manuscript has a pliga, but the reason why that's not so is because the Gemara's assumption restricts what you can do. Saying means the past has to come to an end when at the same time you know, as the bracha, it means that it can't come to an end before the bracha. In other words, it has to be full before... And, and one can argue in the sense that Luchia represents a chumrah on both sides. He doesn't want the bracha to come to an end first because then it's a hefseg, because you have to then break the bread. He doesn't want the bread to come to an end first because then the bracha wasn't on something that was whole. But it could be the bread aspect of it is what is what's vital, meaning, meaning it could be kirachia in the sense that just like, meaning, whatever reason of Luchia requires that it's full in the beginning of the bracha might have nothing to do with why it doesn't have to be at the end of the bracha. In the sense that... But if it has to be full at the beginning of the bracha, that is a pliva. That's true, but that might not be what... If, if the years would have been different, there you could justify, meaning why the, whatever reason it has to be full, it's true that argues, but what, what the Gemara's focus is on is a different point, which is, could be either Pesia or could be about Sarah Zafas itself. In which case... They could okay, be, yeah. fine. But he's not coming from that place. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay. So the Bahamor continues. Upliga. As he's breaking, he makes the bracha. He doesn't make the bracha first and then break it. He's doing that simultaneously. Uvamaskana. Okay. So, how does the Balhama or fit for the moment with Tosos. In other words, what does, we understand, in other words, he doesn't explain fully what the bridge is. He, he goes across the bridge. He starts out explaining Rukhi Barashi as Hamotzi, as opposed to some other bracha. But then he says Rukhi disagrees on the question of the breaking part, not on the question of the bracha. I mean, not which bracha do you make, but he disagrees on the process of breaking. So, he doesn't, the problem is he doesn't, um, which shita of the two, which of the versions of Tosos do you think that the Balhamor would agree with? I mean, I presume he's got to think about one of them. Right? Now, Zubhia has to be arguing about something. What he's described right now, if, if all you have in front of you is Pasat Sunum Bikara and it's done, the deed has been done, so Rubhia doesn't disagree to make a motzi on that. Right? That's Tosos' question. And the Balhamor doesn't suggest that he disagrees. And if Rabbi did disagree, and let's say he held that Klisheni was Dino Kaklirishon, then you would that would be great, but, that, but, but what the Balamor presents isn't then arguing, it's not arguing with what Rabbi Rashi said, it's a totally different point. So which approach do you think, do you think he's adopting? Tosus or Tosus Harash? Tosus says, probably what Tosus says, is that there's a Shlema before you, and you would so name it, 
and the, for the purpose of eating it. And now the question is, and you were going to make the bracha as soon as you finish being so in it. But now the question is, you don't know the din, someone tells you, oh, there's a shleim there. So which one should you make the bracha? As opposed to, are you allowed to be tzonimit before you make the bracha? Which do you think the Balhamor is uh, adopting? Do you have an opinion or your. Rodney? I have a, a question before the Balhamor. Um, if it was about just Sunday in general, like, like there, it could have hypothetically been a question about if you have. You know, like in Chavos, like let's say the half of one and the whole one. So then there could have been an argument. One says the whole one matters, and the other one says it doesn't matter. So like, but, it, but it's not here specifically about the Sunan, right? So what are you saying? I'm saying if it was a discussion about Adi food, about you know, between two, you mean? Yeah, then, then you wouldn't have been the discussion of this whole Ke'aram thing. It would have just been whole or not whole. But it's okay, no, no, but it doesn't, Rani, you're not, that's not going to answer. The Balamor chooses two tracks. Is he chooses to read what Chiyah Barashi is saying, Now, Derech Agav, there's another Machlokas. The Balamor, there are two, may not be two Machlokas, but there are two issues here. Issue number one is the very substance, is this Hamotzi. And Rafi Barashi says it's Hamotzi, and I mean, nobody argues that. But issue number two, he says, implying you make the bracha on it, and you're toning it. So the question, so it, he understands Rafiya is arguing on that other aspect, which may not even been the focus of Rafi Barashi's statement. Now, the Rashba's question is lurking in the background. It's like, why did they formulate it this way? Well, I'm almost tempted to say that the answer is, especially once you have the Balamor's first part, and anything like that, is not in His kiddush was, But, you see, Rabbi Kiyah disagrees. Not because of the Hamotzi part, but because what you do with Pasat Sum... Let me ask the following question. According to Rabbi do you ever eat Pasat Sum He said, do you ever make a brach on Pasat Sumer Bekar? Which one do you hear? Rebchia Stav. What? You never make a brach on Pasat Sumer Bekar. Rebchia Barashi says you make Hamotzi on it. Rebchia doesn't say that you don't make Hamotzi on it. He said you should never be making a brach on Pasat Sumer Bekar. Because you should never have Pasat Sumer Bekar make a brach on it. Because before you make a Pasat Sumer Bekar, you make the brach. Because Tzara should pick the brach on the pas. I'm pretty sure that that's how the Balamor is reading. Which will answer the question, Shimi. Tosus or Tosus Harash? Um, in that case, for Rabchia, it would be uh, Tosus Harash. Correct. It's Tosus Harash. He's not talking about there's another piece of bread there. The point is, Rabchia, in other words, the emphasis is Mavarech Allah Hamotzi. But Derech Agav, you see that you're making a bracha on it. But you should never be making a bracha on Tasat Snum of because before you tzonim the b'tar, you make the bracha. So the fact that Rafi Barashi says mevarachal amotzi means not only in the brachas amotzi, which nobody may dispute, but then you make a bracha on it, which should never happen, according to Rabbi Chia. Because according to Rabbi Chia, tzorosh and tifla bracha matas. Before you get there, you're supposed to make the bracha. So the question is, are you allowed to be tzonim in order to make the bracha? Rabbi Chia says no. Rabbi Barashi said pasat zuma kam mevarachal amotzi. That's just normal. Yes. So you can never just like take the bread leftovers and like put it in the soup, but you're just not allowed to do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Leftovers? That's a different story. Firstly, are they broken already? Yeah. No, if they're broken already. No, because maybe, in other words, if you have like like a circle, that you can make a bit of on that. No? If you have no other bread, there's no question about it. The the assumption is that, again, when Rafia said, Rafia Rashi said, we might not have read it this way. When he said, you're not talking about leftovers there. He's talking about means this is what you do to it. And you crumble it up. Well, again, it, it wouldn't be a problem in the first place there because it might be the Tafel. But that is correct. That is a really interesting question. It, I assume, I might be wrong. What happens when you take matzah and you crumble into your soup or bracha dime? I don't know, because normally, I probably, I, have, oh, I would never do that. I would always wash before I, what? 
Belas would be trembling even if he's not here. It would, it would go through the earth. Asadim the Arachad would go right through the earth, and he's shaking wherever he is right now. No, no. It, uh, it, it, I would never actually have that something because if, if I were eating matzah in, in soup, I would always wash on the matzah first. Like I said, I think it's not clear. It's hard to argue that that's a tough help. Uh, um, so, but putting that aside, let's say you wanted to. Uh, let's say you thought it really was a tough help. Um, so there wouldn't be a problem that way in the soup. But if you had to, it, I, I guess this, this really is pasta to the Mavakara. Matzah in your soup, no? Is that exactly what it is? Yeah. Yes? I mean, you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. That's pasta to the Mavakara. I'm holding like rubber. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you're bread. making sure to make I'm the rubber. The bread is different than saying matzah crumbs. But you talk about a case where you're crumbling the matzah. I take the matzah out of the box, I crumble it into the soup. Alright, it's fine. <laughs> I'm told that Sardim, uh, maybe not you, but Sardim already have moved in the direction they make a bracha of Hamotzi and matzah even year round. It used to be just on Pesach. But I understand they're coming around to see the light of the Ashkenazi position, which is really dark, but nonetheless. It should be like crackers, but we treat matzah, Ashkenazim treat the hard matzah as matzah all year, as blacham all year round. You just do that. Sardin used to do it only at Pesach, I think. And that year round. But I, I'm understanding that it's starting to take on that status. Looks that we decided that, first of all, are we treating the Tosfot that's in Tosfot in, in Rashba and Tosfot or Rashba like identical, basically? Or do you want to say there's nuances between them? Between which or which? Tosfot or Rash, and then um, I think one of the two opinions of the Rashba, I, I think the two opinions in the Rashba are the, probably Aratosis versus Tosfot or Rashba. Uh, so the way the way the, the way Tosos I think reads, our our Tosos reads, um, if you have a shlema and you made and, and you were sown in the past in the baracha, which do you actually make the bracha? So it's not luchat to live but obviously you don't say either with the bracha. Which one do you make the bracha? And Tosos says, or Kia says, on the whole. And Tosos a rush. Says, are you allowed to do that lachatchila? The answer, according to Rashi, is no. Make him correct, correct, correct. This is not the ritva, not ritva land or something like that, where the way we were trying to take it. Ronnie? So Rabbi Yehuda's position is really like he wants to go into the cookbooks and where it does shake a whole loaf and put it in the top. He wants to cross out the word whole. You can only use. No, only if the bracha is going to remain hamotzi. If, 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 if I crumble my matzah into the soup, and the perum are less than the kazayas, and it loses churisapas, however you define that, I'm, first thing, I'm not going to end up, I don't, know if, I don't think I'm going to make, it's a question, I'm going to make the then, because uh, it's still a kemach, right? Um, but he wouldn't say there. Again, it, I, I don't think, there's, a, there's an interesting question now. I don't know, this is a good question. If you have a cookie, huh? you have a shayla? And I had a half an Oreo. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I see. I, a friend knows exactly where my mind is going. Can you tell me? What is the cracker to eat an Oreo? Oh, what's that? What's the cracker to eat an Oreo? Correct. So we all know, anybody who knows how to eat an Oreo, is that you split it, and then you determine what kind of character you have. Do you eat the cracker side? Only or the one with the cream. You don't so, split it. So, <laughs> so the question is, this could be pasta to with the car. So I'm actually asking a serious question, which is, in when you make a mizonos on a cracker, is there a deepest to a shlema? Or is that only a din pas? And you could ask an apple. I have apples, right? I mean, this, is, this question. Actually, I mean, I don't know that anybody talks about this. I mean, it kind of comes up with how you learn the connection to box out that comes up in that sukkah. I guess I guess it's true. I, it's true. Would anybody say? I'm curious if any of that harem say that it's a chatzila. You should take the whole apple and cut into it. I usually, I will sometimes. I much prefer to cut cut the things off the apple and to eat it that way. I, I, you know, I don't like. I, I'll eat around. If I, you know, if I'm in, in the woods and I I eat an apple, so I'll eat around until I get down to the core and you know. Uh, won't be good apples. Um, uh, apples uh, the, uh, you, you only grafted apples will actually taste any good. No, 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 no. I don't mean if I take one off the tree. I mean I brought an apple along with me. That makes more sense. Okay. 
I don't know of any apple trees in Harriman State Park. That doesn't mean they don't exist, but in general. You want to eat, you eat blueberries. You have to go in July, and then you can have a blueberry fest, wild blueberries. They're much smaller than, they haven't been bred to be large, but they are delicious. Yes, yes. But yeah, if you can take it further, since we were talking about kind of neurotic behaviors, like the way they, like, you know, my thinking at that point is that, like, because um, all these meat brothels tend to kind of like first to express gratitude or be not here in the way that we eat and not to interrupt the way we eat in different ways. It's interesting, this sugya, at least that it's read by like a, the more sequential reading of it, like it does kind of demand that you like eat the food in different products. Like, but it, it doesn't mean, it's just a, it's a question of when you make the bracha. That's the only question. So you make the bracha, then you, dip, you wouldn't have to eat from the. You make the bracha, and then you could tear and dip it. Or, you know, the, the, the challenge is you want to, this is the interesting question, you want all your matzah in the soup, but in order to do this, you probably have to have a little piece of matzah before. Right? Because otherwise, I, oh, I, I shouldn't say that. No, that's not true. That's not true. Rebchia might say that in a chanami, if you want matzah in your soup, take the whole matzah, make hamotzi on it, and then before you bite in, crumble it into soup. Oh, there's a half sick. Well, yeah, he knew that. Right? It's not like Rava who says, you know, he said, let me correct you. What he says is, as you start making when you start hamotzi, the whole mass is in your hand. Baruch, and you start crumbling in the middle, and by the time you finish, hamotzi, the crumble is finished, pick up your spoon and eat. And Rabbah would say, no, 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 no. Finish the bracha and then crumble them. The downside to Rabbah is that you have a little more of a hefsek, right? And then we're going to talk about that a little bit. We'll, I didn't put down these makaras, but the, 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 the tosis in the top of Lamech Hesem Beis. What do you do? You know, fine. Rabbah says, but maybe start it so you don't have as much of a hefsek, right? You cut partially in, in, into the bread. So, but really, I guess, I guess matzah, probably matzah of the soup is pretty close to matzah of the makara, particularly those who show them say it's in, in Marak. And for the Balamor, it's like a soup on the table. It's a cliche there you go. It took us a while to get there. Right? So that's the Shaila with the uh, That question, by the way, is Lamaisa by the Oreo, except the Oreo is not really a Shaila. Because each cracker is a separate piece of bread. So you split the Oreo, uh, uh, Shimi. You understand? You twist and split, and now that you make a bracha. So now the Shaila is, oh, which half do you make the bracha on? If you're going to be very successful in life, it's just a predictor. You're the one who eats the non cream side first. Because you have the discipline the to wait. Test. That's the Oreo test. That's the equivalent of the Oreo test, yes. Okay. Um, all right. So, this is, this is the, I think that's the Balhamor's position. The Balhamor's position is like the Tosas Harash. And the Balhamor is saying, I think this is the best, I, I, I said the right that is rolling over in his grave, what I'm about to say. But I think so far the Balamor is reading of the Gemara is the best reading. Yeah. Right? He starts at, he doesn't miss the Hamotzi part, he acknowledges what the Rashbar is after. And then he says, but I would say, he doesn't say explicitly, Derech Agav, you see that it's appropriate to be making a Pasatumakar doesn't happen. Pasatumakar doesn't fall from heaven. You make it that way. You had a choice to make the bracha before it's Pasatumakar. And you didn't, because it's okay. And Rabkhia says, it's not okay to do it that way. If you did it already, okay, yeah, you're going to make Hamotzi. That's, I think that is the best bridge so far. Now, what, on which aspect does the writer disagree with the Balamor? The question is, is often the case. Huh? Everything. He disagrees with every single thing the Balhamor says. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. We will finish up the Sugya. We'll do the Tosis about Lava Tesla Ephraim, you have a question? Yeah. I don't quite see how the Balhamor is getting implicated to the Hill because the Hill is all, you know, going to tell you that he's torn between Shlemos and Hashem. And now you're doing something really. In this case, as soon as the produce is raised here, you want to also put it in the soup and it's. it's you know, you want to be turning it and put it in the soup. But who says that that, that sort of hafsek you, you want me to do in between the hamotzi and Well, no. Hafsekha. He doesn't say you wait till the end of the bracha. He says you start, you start the bracha, it's whole. You start crumbling during the bracha. By the time you finish the bracha, you know, it's, uh, it's in the soup. So presumably whatever, however, it has too much can be done soaking in the soup by the time you finish the bracha. Something like that. I think that's, I, I think you have to, that, that's the assumption how much of a hashtag he's willing to tolerate, we could discuss. But he does say that by the time So when the bracha is over, the pass is over too. The way I understood the thing was that you're sort of ripping or cutting, and when you're, I mean, you know, the shas, the mar bracha, you 
finish ripping off the Correct. So, but by ta- if, if, if for the Gemara to say upliga rabchia, rabchia has to acknowledge that by the time, if you're going to apply it, if you were right, rabchia should argue. The Gemara should say, oh, the Gemara should say, well, by passing to the Gemara, it takes more time, so rabchia is about that. This is the way you want to eat. It's not that they're that they're they're bound to echad. You finish ripping with the gemara bracha. I say you finish before the gemara bracha. Well, you don't finish. I mean, do we have that Efshel Atzim saying here? Rabbi, 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 the way the old we showed him, most of we showed him, that's in Tosas reads of Chia. Is and objection is that by the time the bracha is finished, I mean before the bracha is over, it's already been torn to a point where it's no longer shalim. For, when you show them, because they talk about Rava's position. In other words, the, for the, the, Rava's position is that, you know, we would say for Rava, you might start the cut, but it has to be a such that if you pick up the bread by the, the cut piece, it would still pull the whole bread with it. And for Pia, it wouldn't, because it's already, it's been cut so much, it's still attached, but it might still be attached. Or, but that even, in other words, before the bracha is over, it's been detached enough that it's no longer whole. Uh, it might be for a Kiyah, when you finish the bracha, it literally detaches from it. But the point is that the, when the bracha is, before the bracha is over, you don't have a shalom anymore. But until the Gemara bracha, it's still a shalom. No, no, not for Kiyah. For Rabbah it is. Rabbah says, so, so after the bracha is over. You cannot go from a zero, because there should be no difference. You, you're not going to tell me that the difference between Rabbah and Rabbah is a quantum issue. In other words, this is the line where the bracha is over. So Rabbi says you break it right before the line. And Rabbi says you break it right after the line. No. 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 That's not how the world works. You can't do that. doesn't work that way. It's a process. So that's why I assume the Rukhiya, the Gemara is assuming that you can turn it as the bracha is happening to Pasat Sunu Bukhara, but you can't do it before the bracha. Your bracha will not start on Pasat Sunu Bukhara. That's what I would assume. So I think the Balhamor is the best reading so far in the Mishonim because he captures all, the, I think it solves all the problems in the Gemara. Balhamor was a misunderstood genius.